0: What's up, everybody, and welcome to The Real Deal on Real Estate Podcast Show. We are here to uncover all the secrets about real estate investing so you can buy your first or your next real estate investment property. Whether you're a beginner real estate investor or a seasoned real estate investor, you are gonna be provided with a lot of value from this podcast show, and we're gonna be uncovering a lot of exciting topics about where to invest currently in the real estate market. So let's jump right in to another episode of The Real Deal on Real Estate Podcast show, and today we're going to be jumping into a topic about fix and flipping. Fix and flipping, my favorite part of real estate investing. I love fix and flips, and I know a lot of other people do as well, and today I want to talk about what a fix and flip is, what it entails, why they're so much fun, and why a lot of people are getting involved in them and, um, and and the hype around them as well. So essentially what exactly is a fix and flip? Um, for those that do not know, so basically what a fix and flip means is a property that you buy that requires some work to be done. Uh, and that work can be anywhere from minimal work, which is just uh, cleaning up the, the yard, doing some landscaping, to some extensive work, which is actually blowing out walls, expanding rooms, um, adding a extension and things like that. So even doing like, you know, additional construction work and things like that. So a fix and flip can be anything from something very simple to something very extensive. And the amount of money that you can make um, kind of goes into the amount of work that you're willing to do on the property. In many cases, the more that you do, the more that you will get rewarded for on uh, on the financial profit side of things. So essentially on, on a fix and flip, um, what you're kind of looking for is a property that has been neglected, something that uh, the homeowner um, doesn't wanna do really. And there's plenty of those out there uh, those are all over the place because there's a lot of people that, first of all, do not want to do some of the work that is required to get their property up to market um, market value, market standards. Or on the other hand, some people just don't have the financial means um, or the ability to even get the work done. So realistically, there are a ton of these types of deals out there. And and the more that you focus and try to find these types of deals, the more they'll be coming your way. And, and you're able to look at properties um, from that perspective. Okay, like, what can I add to it? How can I fix this up? What can I do here and there? So that's kind of what eventually happens is when you can start looking at properties through that lens. So a fix and flip Why they're my favorite type of uh, real estate investment is probably because I have a construction background. Um, My dad owned a construction company. Um, We built single family homes together and uh, I was literally grew up on a job site. Um, My dad had a masonry company, so we did a lot of brick and block work. I started off working in high school in the summers when I was like 13, 14, um, doing a lot of labor work on the job sites. And um, yeah, being out here in the Northwest, you know, you're under a lot of the the cold and rain conditions. So being out in construction uh, wasn't exactly the most fun. But at the same time, there was something very satisfying about getting a hard day's work done and actually seeing the results of the work that you've done in front of your eyes. Like for example, if we we're building a wall or something like that, you know, um, if we we're building a concrete wall or, um, uh, a firewall or a elevator shaft, or we're putting some brickwork, um, done on a house or something like that, you know, when you initially see it, when you get to the job site, there's nothing there. And, and, uh, the wall's is not, set up. You don't even know where it's supposed to go and things like that. And then what happens is you go off the blueprint and you figure out exactly where the wall is supposed to be. And then you begin construction on it, which is putting down the first layer of blocks or concrete and things like that. And then as the job progresses, the beauty is by the end of the day, you will see something that you've worked on throughout that day. And there's something satisfactory about seeing a job, uh, done like physically done with your own hands by the end of the day so that's the exciting part about um the construction and and me being from a construction background that's why i got into fix and flips and things like that because when i saw properties that needed some you know TLC, some tender love and care. Um, they, it was it was great to get involved because, for example, if you come into a house and you see it, you look at it and you're like, "All right, we need to do some paint here or remove carpet there." Like, uh, you can definitely change the entire feel of that property and really make it come to life. And it and it's really exciting. Um, a, a story comes to mind is when uh, when I got married to my wife, the first property we bought, we actually walked into the, to the unit. It was a unit in downtown, it was a condo downtown Vancouver. And we walked in and there was a bed in the living room and the place was literally like a pigsty. And my wife like literally refused to walk in. But when I walked in and I saw it, I was like, oh, this is the place we're buying. Uh, Just because I could see past all the the crap that was everywhere and I could see the potential the property had. So that's what was excited me. And we actually ended up buying that property and uh, my wife's never done any reno or construction work herself ever and I had her helping me out doing some of the work while we were getting we painted the walls we ripped out the carpet I got her to help rip out the carpet for the hardwood guys that were going to come in and lay hardwood so it was a it was a great experience actually getting my wife involved for the first time in her life doing some sort of construction job. But, um, but yeah, when we, when we were finished with that property and we moved in, it was beautiful. We, we changed quite a bit of it. Like we, we changed the paint. We ripped out all the carpeting. We added hardwood flooring. Um, we put, um, uh, shower, uh, shower doors in instead of a shower curtain. Um, we did, uh, yeah, changed a bit of the lighting. We got some of the lighting fixtures changed, which like brought it a little bit. Uh, the property wasn't exactly old. It was only actually about four or five years old. But the thing was, it was tenanted and it was, uh, it yeah, it wasn't exactly in the best shape because of the turnover on tenants. So it needed a good paint job. and needed this and it needed that. And it was sitting on the market for, I think about six months, and nobody was really biting on it. But we came in, and uh, I saw the potential of the property. And I was excited when I saw it. And we ended up buying it. And uh, we lived in that property for quite a long time. And and then we eventually turned it into a rental property. And, And it was a great property because you know, going in and just doing some of some work on it. Oh, and I actually uh, added some stonework work uh, because of just having my dad as a somebody that was in masonry work. I wanted to add some like, you know, stone brick work to this one little wall. And uh, we added that and it really made the wall pop and it really made it look really cool. So um, we did we did that work. And that was um, that was the first property that that me and my wife ever owned. That was our first Home that we moved out into as as a newlywed couple. So that was basically my first fix. And uh, eventually down the road after we rented it, and then um, we did end up selling it like almost like 12 years or so after owning it. So we ended up flipping it. So that was probably, I guess, maybe one of my first fix and flips that I've done. But um I've done many more ever since then that have been from the easy side to very extensive. I've gone in on some fix and flips where literally we're just buying the property and um and the people that were in the property were just uh, like major hoarders, so every room was literally just packed with stuff and and like it was difficult to actually see a property because you're just bumping into things and and rooms and stuff you couldn't even view because there's so much stuff piled up in these areas and regular individuals would not purchase these types of properties and these are not the properties that real estate agents would take to the market and showcase. So these are like off-market deals that, yeah, the individual wants to sell but they're not able to sell because of um, the type of property that they have. So I've gone into some of these properties and, and that's one, for example, that was just completely just packed with stuff. So you couldn't really see what the property was like. But when we got all the stuff out, when the person finally moved and everything was out and we were able to take a look at it, the, um, the property didn't really require that much work. It was actually in, in decent shape. It was just so much stuff in there that you couldn't really see anything. So on a property like that one, I believe all we did was just, um, we just did the paint work and we turned around and put it back on the market. And we made a considerable profit on it because Um, other people weren't able to see that potential on the property, but I was, and, um, and, and that was the exciting part about doing a fix and flip on something like that. And, and there's been fix and flips where we've done extensive work on, um, where we've added, you know, additional, um, square footage to a property. Like one had a patio and we ended up enclosing that patio and turning it into an actual extension of the living room, adding about, I think it was about 700 square feet additional space to the living room and then changing the carport into a uh, closed garage um, and then adding that as well. So doing, um, you know, additional framing and then drywall and things like that and enclosing something like that where you're now finishing the in, the end product, um, adding square footage and things like that to a property enhances the property value big time because you've actually increased the you know building envelope, the actual size of the property, which um, which in turn um, other other people would not be able to do if they don't have that same sort of eye for the fix and flip or the same sort of background where they can apply. This type of knowledge and things like that. So that's why I love fix and flips is because you can you can look at these properties and add value in all sorts of different ways, and it um, it lets your creative mind kind of take over. There's a reason why these fix and flip shows are so popular, um, on, uh, all the different channels on like the home garden channel and like all these, like, you know, the, the different channels that host all these fix and flip type home, uh, shows because people love to see something that's trashed or something that like needs a lot of work done and actually comes out looking, looking, uh, you know, totally different and, and, uh, sometimes unrecognizable. Uh, I, it kind of goes to some of the shows such as like, uh, the biggest loser or some of these other shows, like where they transform a person, like somebody loses a ton of weight or they go to the gym and transform their body or, or they get like, I don't know, cosmetic surgery done or something. And they completely change the look of themselves. And, and when the person comes out on the other end, um, that's why these shows are so popular and that's why doing the stuff kind of things are like really um, honed in on from like human being standpoint, because seeing something that can be transitioned from something that requires a lot of work or something that uh, has been neglected that you can change and, and add value to and make it look a lot better is a big deal. And the thing is when it comes to taking a property like this to market, especially if it's a fix and flip, a lot of people are would pay the premium for the work that is done. So, for example, why fix and flips are so profitable to do is because a lot of people don't know how to do some of the work. Some people rather not do the work um, themselves, and uh, and me myself, like uh, I started off by doing the fix and flips myself. Like I did a lot of the work myself, the painting um, and and a lot of the. The uh, the minor stuff that I could possibly do myself, but when it came to like electrical or plumbing and things like that. You know, I'd hire contractors, sub trades, and things like that to come in and get that work done. And then I got to the point where we're doing enough properties where I just hire out or partner with renovation companies or other people that know how to do all of the uh, all of the work. And I would only hone in on just finding these types of deals. So that was um, that was a fun transition for me. Is where now I'm just looking for these deals, and I know what work needs to be done get that work done boom take that property back to market and sell it and then take your profit on the flip out. So that's the exciting thing that I love about fix and flips that's why a lot of other people love fix and flips. people that live close to uh, fix and flips love it like the the houses that we've done. The neighbors that come in and see the properties are just like blown away. Um, They're really happy because it brings the market value of all the other homes in the area up. It brings um, better people um, to the property and the area because now the new people that are going to be buying the property once it's completely said and done are normally going to be paying a lot more. Um, They're normally going to be a different type of individual than the one that, lived there prior to that, let that property go to, you know, distress or, um, that neglected it that, so it needed a lot of work. So you are bringing up the, the neighborhood value. So you're, you're actually adding a lot to your communities, to the neighborhood, and you're doing a lot that, um, a lot of other individuals, you know, do overlook and, and aren't, aren't capable of doing. And and that happens for a lot of different reasons. And that's why, me personally, I like focusing on pre-foreclosures because you're able to pick these properties up at a discount um, and there might be some situations where you know either there's a health situation or a financial situation where somebody isn't able to actually do the work on the property and they're not able to bring it to market um, where people would come and view it. So they don't want to take it through those traditional avenues. So they'd rather sell it off market to somebody that, is able to see these values and, and be able to accommodate them with their needs. So that's why I focus on those areas because I'm working with sellers that you know, do not necessarily want to take the property to market, want Want to sell it, need to get out, and uh, and the property normally requires work, and and in some cases, a lot of work. But uh, I don't shy away from that. That's actually the types of properties I look out for. Um, you know, reason being, again, is because I enjoy doing fix and flips. I have a background in construction. I, I like fixing something up and bringing it you know, back better. I do that with myself uh, all the time. Like, uh, you know, I, I I go to the gym, I try to take care of myself uh, physically, because, you know, I, I've been on the other end where like, uh, if I wasn't working out, or my health got neglected, I, I'd feel crappy, I'd look crappy. And, uh, and, and then when you focus in and able to take care of yourself, then you're, then you're quite proud of what you kind of look like, or what, the, the work has accomplished. And that's the same thing with the fix and flip. If you go in and you put the work in and you have some, uh, have a product on the other end that looks great, that is something that you could keep, be proud of, then that's that's a situation that um, me personally, uh, I, lo- I love. And uh, it might go back to being um, in a construction background where, uh, you know, at a hard day's work, when you wake up in the morning, you go there and you don't see what you're about to accomplish but on the end of the day when you're leaving a job site or or leaving the work that you just finished for the day you can see with your own eyes um the the type of work that you put in and what you accomplish for that day and there's a lot of satisfaction behind that because you've accomplished something and and it's and it's difficult to do in in a lot of other um jobs and positions but that's why you got to have other metrics to kind of to kind of um to see what your end goal is and so you know that you're making progress in a lot of different areas but again coming back to the fix and flip that is the reason why I love fix and flips that is literally one of the main reasons I go after them is because you can add value and, and put, put a lot of work in and you can see the result on the other side when you flip it out and make some money. And, and the other great part is, you know, if you're making some money, there are some tax advantages. If you roll that money back into your next fix and flip and things like that. So depending on, you know, your country or your state, there's always some great ways that you could take advantage of the, uh, the tax laws and things like that. And, um, and, 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 Uh, The industry as a whole and definitely, um, you know, governments and municipalities and things like that, a lot of people do encourage fix and flips because you are fixing up these properties, bringing them back up to code, bringing them, um, you know, out of like um, disarray where they required a lot of work and things like that. You're bringing it up to code, up to like uh, livable conditions. And uh, man, it reminds me of this one story of this property I walked into and uh, um, we're being shown this property by the the sister of the owner. Um, The owner was in the hospital and she was showing the property and and she was trying to uh, help her sister out by selling it. And she literally opened the door and we walked in and it was a three-story home. And right when you walked in, there was a massive hole Like, I'm talking probably, like, 50 feet wide hole right in the entrance that led to the basement. So... I don't know what happened. I don't know if the the property like had a had a leak or it rotted the flooring a flooring away or whatever it may be, but there was just a massive hole that led to the basement and the place was just absolutely trashed. That wasn't a deal I was able to get done. Um I didn't follow through on the purchase on that one. I actually regret that deal. I wish I could have got that deal done but um, you know there, that one definitely required a lot of work if we were to go in on something like that we would have had to like finish the flooring up. Uh, we'd have to see actually the amount of work that needed to be done. it might have just been a teardown but, uh, but uh, yeah I remember walking into that property and I was just kind of like whoa blown away. I'm like there's no floor and uh, it goes straight down to the basement. But that's the exciting thing about Fix and Flips is you're gonna see a lot of different situations. Um, if you talk to a lot of savvy investors, people that have been doing this for a long time, they tend to look for properties that require a lot of work. Um, there's a story about uh, Ken uh, Ken McElroy, who is uh, one of the rich Dad advisors. He works with Robert Kiyosaki. And, um, Robert was telling a story about when they were viewing apartment buildings and they walked into one of the units and there was a toilet just sitting in the middle of the living room and, and the rest of the, obviously the unit was pretty trash, but there was a toilet sitting in the middle middle of the living room and Robert's like oh god like what's that doing there but Ken on the other hand who's who loves like fixing properties up doing a lot of ad, uh, value add um on apartment buildings and things like that saw that and was like oh this is great this is the perfect exact kind of deal that I'm looking for. So if you see a toilet sitting in the middle of a living room and uh, the more that is used, even better. uh, That's that's the type of deals that you want to go looking after because those are the type of deals that aren't going to be hitting the market. And those are the off market deals that you can definitely make a lot of money on. But that in a nutshell is a fix and flip. It's something that you are going to be going into Fixing up, adding value, which is normally sweat equity is what they call it because sweat equity is essentially the amount of work that you're putting into the property and you're fixing it up and things like that. But um, the sweat equity you put in, you make a lot more of that on the flip out. And that's the reasoning because a lot of people are not willing to put that work in, but they're willing to pay The premium for the end product. So if you're willing to go in and find these properties that need the work and you're willing to put the work in, you'll get paid very well on the flip out because a lot of other individuals are looking to literally just buy properties that are completely done, turnkey, and uh, they're willing to pay a premium for that type of product. So that's why I love fix and flips. I think it's a fantastic way to get involved in real estate. And if you like Working hard and making a lot of money, then fixing and flipping, especially in the pre-foreclosure market, is a fantastic way to do that. So that was the episode about fixing and flipping. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, Let me know in the comments and let me know what you guys think. The more feedback I get on my podcast, the better content I can make and better episodes that I can create. So uh, let me know what you guys thought of this episode. If you'd like me to create additional content around this type of um, uh, topic, let me know. And uh, definitely, I'm always looking to create some better information for all of you guys out there so you get a lot of value out of this podcast once again my name is Kevin bratch and this is the real deal on real estate podcast show Thanks for listening to today's show I hope you really enjoyed today's topic and hit the subscribe button to this podcast and leave a review let me know what you guys love and what you didn't so I know what to create with future episodes. Also, I am giving away this incredible free gift that has made a lot of other real estate investors successful. This is absolutely free. When you find this link right here below, click on it or open it up in a new browser and claim your free gift at www.reistar.com and get your real estate journey started buying your first or your next real estate investment property.